Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, and welcome to the Emotional Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast where we talk business strategy while also vulnerably connecting on emotional resilience. As the CEO and founder of Scouts Agency, a female-focused agency where we get women as guests on podcasts, and someone who has suffered from, managed, and lived with bipolar disorder, the intersection of mental health and entrepreneurship is where I find my success. If you are here, it is because you are ready to feel safe in your emotions so that you can live your life of purpose. Let's get into the inspiration, shall we? Is that fun? There you go. You want your pacifier? Okay. Oops, the phone fell. Let's try this again, Labby. Let's try this one again. Okay, you ready, Lily? Are you ready? Hello, emotional entrepreneurs. I am Scout Sobel, and I am back. Wow, I have been waiting for a very long time to get behind this mic and record this podcast episode. As you know, if you have been following along and listening to this podcast for a while, oh, it looks like Lily's going to have to join. Okay, I'll hold you, baby girl. I'll hold you. Okay, let's try this one more time. We got a bottle 
And Lily, she's eating, if you can hear her little noises. This is what it is, emotional entrepreneurs. Oh my goodness, my goodness. When I went on maternity leave from this podcast and when I had Lily, I was wondering, when would I be back on the Emotional Entrepreneur podcast? I had no idea, obviously, what to expect when it came to work, when it came to podcasting, when it came to what my capacity and threshold was going to be. And so I gave myself a lot of grace, a lot of like, uh, you know, we'll see. I'll be back when I can be back and I'll be back when it feels right. So with that being said, I have wanted and tried to hop on this mic so many times in the last month and a half because my life has changed and I have a lot to fucking say about it now. But I potentially underestimated the juggling act that would be entrepreneurship and being Lily's mom. So with that, it took me a little bit longer. I thought that I'd be back here in January, but hey, it's February, not that long after my expectation. And I am like bursting through the seams to get started and to talk to all of you, to connect with all of you, to move through everything that I have just gone through as a service and a value for you guys. So I am back and let's do a little life update on how the last couple months have been for me. I have a lot of super valuable action-packed episodes coming your way that I have planned out that I am batching to make sure that I am consistently posting episodes for you guys every single Tuesday because as we know, entrepreneurship keeps going and going and going and the next levels keep coming and the new challenges arise and we ride the waves every single time as emotional entrepreneurs because when our mindset and our emotion is right, our emotional landscape is right and strong, our businesses thrive, we feel better, we feel more fulfilled, we're more grounded and that's why I... I'm back. That's what I'm here to talk about. It's what lights me up every single time. So, hello. How have you been? What's been going on? <gasps> oh, hi, baby there. Hello. This is what it is, guys. This is what it is. My nanny is out sick this week, but the show must go on because I promised myself that I would get a podcast episode up. And that's kind of been my mantra, you know, the last couple weeks, like six weeks of going back to work and being with Lily is that I can make it work. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to do the things that I want to do and that light me up. And sure, there's a lot more logistics involved and a touch more bit of chaos. But at the end of the day, I'm doing what I want to do and I'm fulfilling the promises I made to myself, to you guys, my community, to my team, to my clients, to my higher self, to my future self, to Lily's mother, since I'm now her mother, and so I'm here making it work. Maybe Lily's on my reels during this. Maybe you hear her noises in the background, but that's just the reality of my life as a mom and an entrepreneur. And I'm here for it. <gasps> oh, somebody's pooping, aren't they? Yes, they are. Oh, we might have to pause now. I might have to come right back, guys. This is what I've learned. Let me tell you what I've learned. That being a mom and an entrepreneur and just a mom in general you got to roll with the punches. You're on someone else's timeline. You are on someone else's needs. And with that, I've had to definitely embody a touch of patience. So give me one second. I'm going to have to change this diaper real quick. Okay, we are back. That was the biggest blowout Lily's ever done. I just had to cut open her onesie and throw it away because there was no way that was getting over you without being a big mess. But 
Billy, that is not what they came for. They did not come for this content. <sighs> well, this is why I have not been able to record this podcast yet, but she's calmed down. We're good. We got you, and let's get into it. So today's episode is a little bit of a life update. You know, there's a lot going on, a little bit about how motherhood has changed me, what it's brought to the table for my business, how I am now operating as an entrepreneur, and where I'm headed next with all of this. I'm going to be breaking down these motherhood topics specifically into like how to prep yourself as an entrepreneur for a successful maternity leave, how to get your morning rituals and routines in when you have a newborn, all of that good stuff. There will be motherhood content sprinkled into the emotional entrepreneur now since it is a big part of obviously the difference in me as a business owner today. I'm also going to have the OG original emotional entrepreneur content, which is mindset hacks, systems, going through emotions, fear, As I up-level Scouts Agency this year, another quantum leap year for us, I'm going to be taking you all along for the ride and providing all the feedback and tips and tricks and things I've learned along the way. So with that, expect some value-packed episodes that will help you with your business strategy, that will help you with your emotional landscape, and will help you continue to live a life of purpose. Because if there's anything I've learned with becoming a mom... And this is something that I was really gung-ho about before, and so now to know that that part of my mission has even extended is that I really am here to play the big game. And the big game comes with challenges and emotional discomfort and growth spurts and moments of overwhelm and moments of stress. But as long as everything I'm doing is catapulting myself to that big picture, to that long game, to the life that I want to lead, I am okay with the discomfort. I am okay with being put in the ring because this is the life that I signed up for. It's the life that I chose. And for me, it's the only life to live, right? Quantum leaping growth, experiencing everything, doing the thing that scares me, building a team, growing revenue, being creative with new services, being a mom, a wife, owning my dream home, owning my dream car, having relationships and friendships that light me up. Every area of my life gets to be big. I'm not here to play the small game. And the Emotional Entrepreneur Podcast is going to continue to be a hub for all of you and to support your growth within your big game, whatever your big game looks like. So let's get into it. The last couple of months. If you are interested in hearing my birth story of how Lily Constantine Sobel came into the world, you can go to OKSIS Podcast. I will link that exact episode in the show notes since I told my whole birth story there from front to end solo episode. It's one of the more emotional and memorable episodes that I've ever recorded. So you can listen to it there. So I'm not going to go into the birth story since it's already recorded beautifully. I am going to go into three stages of having a baby and where I've been. So the first stage was the first month when Lily was a newborn. The first month of having Lily Constantine was the most magical month of my life. She's about to turn four months and yet that month feels like it was forever ago. I was a different person. Lily was obviously a completely different baby. But that month was one of the most magical months of my life. 
I took the entire month off work, meaning I didn't look in my inbox, I didn't look in my Slack, I didn't have anything on my calendar. Did I check in with my team on team calls every Monday? Yes, guilty as charged. I had to say hi and see what was going on. But for four straight weeks, I had nowhere to be, no one to answer to, and nothing on my to-do list. That has never happened in my entire life. I went to Tulum for my 30th birthday and took a week off, and that's the only time I was not in my inbox. And it was absolutely incredible. I had Lily via a C-section, so there was a lot of physical healing that I had to go through. And within that first month, while I was physically healing, I was also incredibly present. And I'm so grateful for that as an entrepreneur. I never thought that I would have a maternity leave. And sure, it wasn't three months, but I did take that month to myself to be with Lily and to be with my husband, who also took a month off, which was amazing. I remember feeling intense moments of bliss, joy, like I couldn't even believe it. I was crying at the mere thought and sight of her. It was a truly cracked open experience. And I had a difficult pregnancy. And so, of course, during pregnancy, it's something that I did talk about openly and wanted to talk about are the fears that really come up around being a mother. Will I like it? Will I bond with my baby? Will I love the experience? How hard will it be? How will I do with no sleep? How will I do with this complete change in lifestyle? And so for me, I personally expected the worst. I expected like three months of absolute and utter full chaos and hell. I expected to be crying every day. And so with those expectations of like, okay, the next three months of my life are going to just be a wash. Like they're just going to be completely dedicated to Lily. And I know that there's a lot that's going to come up that's going to be difficult on a physical level taking care of a baby. And not in the way that I expected the worst, like I was dreading it in the way that I almost set myself up to visualize the timeline of the newborn phase as something that I didn't need to fight or change. I just surrendered to the fact that this is what the newborn phase is. And so I really expected my life to be completely uprooted and for my sleep to be changed and my routines to be changed, my rituals to be changed. And what I found is because I mentally and emotionally prepared myself for that, the beginning stages were a lot easier than I had anticipated. I was very clear before giving birth that maintaining my mental health tools, maintaining my rituals, maintaining my daily tools like gratitude, uh, meditation, journaling, taking baths once I hit six weeks was really important to me. And so every single day I figured out a way to get them in, basically. I would say 90% of my days I either journal, meditated, or talked about what I was grateful for. I chose one one or th- one out of the three or all three. And that was one of the biggest takeaways and tips that I can give to new mothers is in the throes of this incredible life transformation where, of course, this baby's needs come first, you have to carve out those moments and prioritize the moments where the baby's sleeping um, or with someone else, with your partner, with if you have help, with a family member, to not just use that time to do something that creates extra chaos or creates numbing or supports numbing, but really to use that time to take care of yourself. So I really did put myself first throughout the newborn experience so that I could be present and happy and grateful with Lily because my biggest parenting philosophy is that if I'm not at 100%, if I'm not firing on all cylinders, if I am not living this big life and feeling as if I'm taking care of myself and connected internally to 
my higher power, to my root chakra, to who I am, to my soul, then I can't show up as the best mother to Lily. Lily deserves a mom whose cup is full. Lily deserves a mom who's fulfilled. Lily deserves a mom who's strong. And that's what I was going to give her. So that is something I really prioritized month one. It almost, looking back, feels like this total cocoon <laughs> where, you know, every couple hours you're getting up and <laughs> you're exhausted, but you're happy and it's peaceful and beautiful. And I would play Jack Johnson in the background and just cry. Like, that's the only thing I can, like, even describe is just sitting there in such awe of this baby girl, of my husband and the way he took care of her and me while I recovered from my C-section and watching her take every breath every single day. It was, it was a miracle. It was a true God-given miracle. And then week four came. And at this point, I will admit, I was begging my team. I was like, please, can I come back? Will you let me back in my inbox? Can I start? And I'm so grateful because our director at Scott's Agency, Heather, she is a mom. She has a beautiful little three-year-old. And she knew what I was going to need. She knew what I was going to need. And she probably wasn't prepared for the entrepreneur in me to get back so quickly but she told me after Thanksgiving, you can come back into your inbox. Do not open your inbox until week four because the minute you open it up, that's it. You're done. It's the next phase of your life. And she was so right. And I'm so grateful for that guidance because I think as an entrepreneur, this is your baby and this is your passion. And so, of course, it's like so hard to completely blindly leave it for weeks or months but that being said, the minute you hop back in, that's it. So I was grateful that I had someone who understands the first three months of a baby, who knew what I would need and who advocated for me to be present with my baby and not hop back into work until I was really ready. So I gave her the four weeks. I did it. <laughs> and come week four, I got into that inbox. So month two was kind of a blessing because it was December and so half of the month was holidays anyways. So I very slowly dipped my toes back into work. I started doing more things. I started physically feeling better from the C-section recovery. So I was able to walk around. I was able to drive. I was able to lift her and take her out. And so that's when I started being more social, going out to lunches with friends, having uh, my family over, going over to her grandparents' house, etc. I went to Palm Springs to be with my mom and stepdad, and that month was really fun because I didn't have any calls on my calendar, so I didn't have anywhere to be, but I felt plugged in and connected to my business, which was amazing. And then I got COVID at the end of December, which was terrible since she was still only seven weeks old, and that was really, really tough physically, mentally, emotionally. I was trying not to give it to her, so I was trying not to touch her as much. I was pumping um, and giving her the bottle as much as I can versus breastfeeding, um, which is a, another topic that I can talk about if you guys are interested, how I make breastfeeding work as an entrepreneur and mom. Um, and so, yeah, at the end of the December, I retreated to Palm Springs because my mom had just had COVID. So she was like, come over. I'm not going to get it. I'll watch you and Lily. I'll help you out. And that was amazing. I spent a week there as I recovered from COVID, and I had the help that I'm so blessed to have from my mom who helped to take care of Lily and me during that time. And then January 1st rolled around. I knew that I was probably gonna go back full throttle. 
January 1st. I told my team I was part-time, but like really my schedule got full really quickly and I was back on calls. I was doing OKSIS podcasts by, you know, jumping back on there. I was on all my team meetings. I was going into the office and that was the biggest transition, I will say, of being a mother and a entrepreneur or a working mom was January. <laughs> January was crazy. I recognize that I have a different capacity, that going from mom mode to work mode in the beginning was like shifting gears in a car that you've never driven. <laughs> it, w- it seemed at, in the moment completely impossible, but I always come back to this is a transition. I'm getting used to this. This is an adjustment. This is a growth period. And of course, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Of course, I'm not going to feel in my element. Of course, I'm not going to know exactly how to manage this and work with this and move through this. And so while there were extreme moments of overwhelm in January, every time I got overwhelmed, I would ask myself, what do I need in this moment? And what do I need moving forward as a level of support? Do I need more childcare? Which was something that became very evident. So I upped my childcare from two days a week to four days a week. Do I need more alone time? Okay, great. So my husband takes her on the weekend for a couple hours so I can be alone. Do I need more help so that I can go grocery shopping and go to the dentist? Okay, great. Can I call on my family who, who I'm so grateful to have and who's expressed that they want to help and support me? So every time I got really overwhelmed, I would stop, give myself what I needed and say, okay, how can I pivot and make sure this doesn't happen in the future? How are my needs changing? How do I, or where do I get to create systems and infrastructure of support into my life so that I can be the best human being that I can be, that I can be the best mother that I can be, that I can be the best entrepreneur and wife, but most importantly, how can I make sure that my soul is being taken care of in these moments so that I can look at this umbrella of responsibilities and growth and projects that I have lined up at Scouts Agency and in my personal life and walk into them with a feeling of momentum and magnitude and abundance versus this chaotic, like I don't have enough time, right? And there is definitely that aspect of motherhood that brings that up, right? Like you, your capacity shrinks, but it also ups the pressure cooker on the container of your life. And with the pressure going a little bit high, it means you get to boil your water faster if if you stick on track and you make sure that flame's going high. And so that's really been my goal these last month. How can I do what I want to do, what I love to do, what lights me up? How do I reach the goals that are bigger and brighter and more beautiful every single day while having the most amazing life with my daughter? I was very clear during my pregnancy that I was someone who was going to have it all. I was very clear that having it all is the definition of having it all changes per woman. But my having it all, I was going to have it. And there was no area I was going to settle. There was no point in my life where I was going to make excuses for why I couldn't do something. Sure, do I have to edit and reorganize and reprioritize and get very clear and focused on my day-to-day to make all this happen? Absolutely. But I was not available for anything. I am not available for anything but my biggest dreams and manifestations coming through. And Lily was one of the biggest manifestations that came through in my life. And now the ongoing manifestation that I have to live up to is being a good mother and being the best mother that I can be. 
And the best mother that I can be means being the best scout I can be. And the best scout I can be means moving my business forward, taking care of myself, tapping into my spirituality, journaling, meditating, having time for myself, putting myself first in many ways. It's all interwoven. It's, it's not one or the other. It's not but. It's not or. It's and. It's and. Does it mean that the expression of my life is different? 100%. Everything's changed. Everything about my life has changed. The stakes are higher because I have a little girl that I have to take care of. My emotional capacity to love is larger. My days are fuller. I have more responsibility on my plate. I have more logistics. I'm not just operating based on my needs. I'm operating on the needs of a little girl who is looking up at me right now in her bouncer watching me podcast. I hope that she looks at her mom and sees what she's doing. I hope she looks at her mom and internalizes that there is no or. There's only and. And that as I prove to her that I can have it all, she will grow up knowing she can too. And having it all doesn't mean burning out and neglecting ourselves and destroying our mental health. No, it's actually quite the opposite. It means empowering our mental health. It means taking care of ourselves better than we ever have. It means getting smart about our time. It means getting smart about our needs. It means getting aligned into what we truly want and mapping out the roadblock and the roadmap that's going to get us there in a way that fuels us. Sure, will there be stress and discomfort? Yes, I have been trying to record this podcast for the past hour and a half. She was screaming, then she had a blowout. You know, you just got to be patient and take the detour. But you get to have it all. So, my fellow emotional entrepreneurs, I am back. I am here to show you how to have it all. I am here to be a living embodiment of that phrase. I am here to tell you that your dreams are not big. They are perfect. They are not too scary. They are for you. And that they get to come true in this lifetime. If we dedicate ourselves to this path every single day, if we dedicate ourselves to our soul, to our alignment, to our fulfillment. It's not always easy or <laughs> beautiful. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes there's tears involved. But what would we be if we were not emotional? <laughs> that's what we are. <laughs> and that's why we're successful. So I can't wait for the slew of episodes that are about to come your way. I'm so proud of the conversations that I'm going to be having with you on this podcast and in this community. I'm so excited to share with you all that's on the horizon at Scouts Agency because it's fucking big. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I've kind of been teasing that we have two new revenue streams, services, and offerings that are going to serve you specifically, actually this community specifically in mind. So stay tuned to everything. If you have not subscribed, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss anything. And if I've earned it, I would love a five-star rating and review. I love you all. I am so grateful to be back. And let's do this, emotional entrepreneurs. I'll catch you next week.